Hello, and welcome to the Lady Parts Doctor podcast. I am Dr. Stephanie Hack, the Lady Parts Doctor, and I am ecstatic that you are joining me today because this is the very first Lady Parts Doctor podcast episode. I am a board-certified OBGYN, and through what I affectionately refer to as LPD, but Lady Parts Doctor, I'm creating a safe place where we can discuss issues that relate to women's health and lady parts. Rather than providing you with medical advice, you have your own healthcare provider for that, my goal is to provide the extra information and context to help you better understand the advice you're given. No question is too silly, no topic is taboo. Here, we're just a couple of friends having a discussion and learning as we go. Today, we are going to get very familiar, or at least you are going to get very familiar with yourself. It's anatomy day, and what better way to understand anatomy than to identify your own? You might be an anatomy pro and be able to point out all of your parts blindfolded in the dark, or you might never have looked or even thought about looking. Either way, today is the day to review, and it's gonna be fun. If you're at home, Grab your mirror and head for a safe private place. If you're out and about, grab your mirror when you get to a safe private place. And if you're unable to see with a mirror, you can also use your hands to feel those areas as we discuss them. Anytime I say see, feel them instead. If you're able to do both, do both. The more familiar you are with yourself, the more you can identify changes and things that could be of concern or not. But just being familiar with yourself is key. It's helpful to review anatomy for a few reasons. First, it's always good to know the clinical names for our parts and to be specific if we can. We use a lot of slang for our body parts and I know I don't have to start listing the slang for you because you already know, but that depends on the situation and the person we're talking to. Some words work better at certain times or other words might seem too scientific at times. However, in a clinical setting like a doctor's office, knowing and being able to use the actual name of the body part is most helpful. For example, if you go to the doctor and you tell them you have an issue down there, okay, that gives me an idea of maybe why you're coming to see me, but down there could be anywhere. Is it your knees? Is it your vagina? Is it your toes? If you're able to tell me the specific body part that helps me focus on the issues that often plague that area to figure out the problem and provide a solution. I know you're thinking, if you want to use the correct terminology, why do you call them lady parts? Honestly, I just needed a term that's all encompassing and hopefully not too off-putting. I mean, I think lady parts sounds fun. What has traditionally been thought of as female-specific genitalia and reproductive organs, okay, that does not have the same ring as lady parts doctor. I'm just saying. And also, it's incredibly long and confusing. Everyone who has these parts might not identify them as lady parts, but I still wanted to create a comfortable space to discuss the parts nonetheless. Second, knowing your anatomy helps you become more knowledgeable about your own body. Knowledge is power, and I really want you to be empowered when it comes to your body and making decisions about your body. Also, I want you to feel empowered to speak about your body, okay? Whenever we discuss the names of the parts, I want you to say it out loud. 
unapologetically, no whispering aloud. Okay, let's get started. Let's start off with something simple that I know you've said before, seen before, and can easily identify. Breasts. Breasts, all right, say it out loud. Breasts are a collection of fatty, glandular, and fibrous tissue that overlies the chest, or pectoral muscles. Because we see them so often, we sometimes have a lot of opinions about our breasts. Hopefully, they are mostly good. We question if they're too big, too small, if they're the same size, or if they're hanging just right. Whatever your thoughts are, they are an important organ to know. Because of the fibrous tissue, they often feel lumpy. It's important to know your lumps so you can inform your healthcare provider if there are any changes that concern you. The nipple, nipple, let's say it out loud, is a small raised area in the center of the breast that allows the breast to drain during lactation. Like your breasts, your nipples will change throughout your lifetime. The dark area of skin surrounding the nipple is called the areola. I'm just giving you a pause so you can say it, areola, moving on. I think we're good with the breast now. That was an awesome way to ease into anatomy. Now that we're a little more comfortable, let's up the ante a bit and move on to some down there parts. We'll start with the mons pubis. Mons pubis, go ahead and say it. It's a pad of fatty tissue that lies in front of the pubic bone and provides cushioning and protection for the space where the bones meet. That's called the pubic symphysis. It's time to grab your mirror now and make sure you have some good lighting because I want you to see. Either while lying on your back or standing with your legs apart, you're gonna guide your mirror so you can see what's in between your legs. What you're seeing is your vulva, vulva. It's the external or outer part of the female genitalia. The vulva includes the opening of the vagina, the labia majora, the labia minora, and the clitoris. Don't worry if you didn't get all those out loud because we're gonna come back to them. People often interchange vulva and vagina, so it's good to understand the difference between the two. The labia majora, labia majora, also known as the outer lips, are the larger set of folds outside the vaginal opening with hair on the outer surface. The labia minora, also known as the inner lips, are the small set of inner folds and are hairless. Together, these folds or lips protect the opening of the vagina and also the urethra, urethra, which is a small opening above the vaginal opening or in front of the vaginal opening that drains urine from the bladder. The labia come together and meet up up top and form the clitoral hood. And that is a small fold which protects the clitoris. The clitoris, clitoris, say it out loud, is a pea-sized structure of highly, highly sensitive tissue that becomes swollen during sexual arousal or stimulation. It's an important part to know, just saying. If you keep following the labia minora, you'll see that they meet again at the bottom, or back if you're standing up, in an area called the fourchette. Fun fact, did you know that some people get their foreshit pierced? I didn't know that. I've actually never seen a foreshit pierced, but it was interesting. And if you are looking on the blog, there's a link so you can actually click on it and see what I'm talking about. Just beyond the foreshit is the perineum, which is the space between the vaginal opening and the anus. This is the area that is cut during an episiotomy or may tear during labor and when you're delivering. The anus 
anus, is the third and final opening or hole and the place where stool exits your body. That's the scientific explanation for where poop comes out, basically. (laughs) Now, I know you think I forgot about the vagina. I did not. It just deserves its own focus. The vagina, and I need you to really come together and say this one out loud with me, vagina, 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 vagina. The vagina is the largest opening you see in your mirror or feel with your hand. It's an elastic muscular canal with a soft flexible lining that provides lubrication and sensation and usually connects your inner lady parts, so your uterus, cervix, etc., to the world beyond. Your vagina will also change throughout your lifetime and even minute to minute. So your vaginal smell may change, your vaginal lubrication and discharge may change as a change as well as its appearance. Now, let's move on and talk about your inner, inner, excuse me, internal or inner lady parts. At the top of the vagina is your cervix, which is the lower part of your uterus. It is a kind of donut shaped about um, three to four centimeters long and usually closed structure. However, during labor, it can open to approximately 10 centimeters to allow the passage of a baby's head. It is also the part of the body we test during a pap smear. The uterus, uterus, is my favorite organ of all and is incredibly underrated, at least to me. It is a hollow muscular organ in the center of the pelvis and it loves to grow things, loves to grow things. Its main function is to provide a home for developing babies to grow. And through this process, it grows from around six centimeters to 40 centimeters. Immediately after birth, it shrinks to half its size and continues to shrink until it reaches its pre-pregnancy state. That is amazing. Of course, this wouldn't be possible without the fallopian tubes on either side of the uterus, which connect it to the ovaries and allow the passage of eggs from the ovaries to the uterine cavity. The fallopian tubes are also the primary location for eggs to be fertilized. Last but not least, The ovaries are two little oval-shaped organs that produce and secrete hormones and protect and release eggs when they are ready to be fertilized. They are the primary female reproductive organ. That was a lot of anatomy review and listen to it again if you need to, taking special care to really say those words, use them, yell them, whatever you need to do. And thank you for sticking it through all the way to the end. I know you aced it. I know you did. But I hope it was helpful to review some of the terms again. So we may not be, you know, we may not be discussing them every day. Just for fun, let's repeat all of these terms again together. I definitely will not judge you if you decide to yell them at the top of your lungs for the world to hear. It doesn't hear them enough. Okay? Mons pubis, breast, nipple, areola, vulva, labia majora, labia minora, vagina, clitoris, clitoral hood, urethra, anus, cervix, uterus, ovary, fallopian tube, 
Yay, that was awesome, and I can't wait to do it all again. Please reference the blog if you want both audio and visual simulation like me. I need to see it and hear it. And also, you'll find links to pictures of the anatomy that we discussed with references. Don't forget to subscribe to the blog, the podcast, or both, and let me know if you have any questions, stories, or ideas you want to share. Until next time, I'm Dr. Stephanie Hack, the Lady Parts Doctor. Take care of yourself. Mm -hmm.